things. Why audacity do you have to screw up my Skype call? Why Twitch can you not just work? Why Mari's microphone can you not just work properly? Oh, who knows? Oh, here uh, we go. Oh, I just put crisps in my mouth. <laughs> 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 perfect. This is just exactly the way it needs to be. Yeah, the way that streams are meant to go. It's the second that I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's going to take a minute. I'll put some food in my mouth. That's when it's, oh, we're live. Let's, you know, jump in. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's try that again then. So, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Remix slash Laura K. Buzz spoiler cast that sometimes happens. Hooray! Ooh. I'm... I'm Laura K. Buzz, once again, jumping into the Geek Remix channel where I'm, yeah, maybe wanted by some of you, probably not by all of you listening, but who cares, I'm here. Uh, once again, with Mari and Stacey from the Geek Remix channel. Hello! Hello! I don't know why I'm introducing you on your own Twitch channel where we're recording this. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. We're making it work. So, uh... We're here today to talk about an indie game that we've all played, that we all have uh, some criticisms and things about. of. Yeah, yeah strong, strong feelings. feelings. That's a nice, fair way to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> what, what are we? What are we talking about today? <laughs> Fragments of him. Yeah. Yeah. Frag yeah. It's a game that I was really excited about, and now I'm not quite so excited about. <laughs> I, okay, oh, so I was like, no, come on, Stacy, let's play it, because Stacy heard what you said, and I heard what you said, but for some dumb reason, I didn't listen to you. I was like, well, it can't be that bad, like... it's like, we gotta, you know, diversify our content on the channel, and I was like, oh my god. I feel like we also, we heard two different things, I feel like, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I, f I feel like you heard, like, oh, no, it's just, like, some game mechanics. Like, game mechanics, we can get over that. Like, but if the story is still good, then, you know, it's worth playing. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that's a good point. Um, but I had heard you say the stuff about the grandmother. And oh, I was just like, no. oh, I yeah. don't want to deal with that. Like, I don't want to deal with it. No, I yeah. heard the thing with the grandmother. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe it's, like, worth we're, no, it's not, because that really colored the game so badly. Yeah, like, here's the thing. Like, I suspect I'm slightly less against the game than both of you, but I'm still very... I have a lot of problems with it. Uh, basically, my overall feeling on the game, before we get into spoiler castery stuff, is mechanically, it, uh, it had a lot of interesting ideas that it tried to repeat far too often, and uh, far too many times where the interactions just weren't adding anything to the game. Mm -hmm. I feel like parts of the dialogue were really well written and parts of it were really well performed, but there's also bits of the script that just drag on for far longer than they should have done, or bits that are too spread out, or... that It's a very, very inconsistent game, and there are points where I really enjoy it, and there are points where I can't stand it and wish I was doing anything but playing it, and... It's, it's annoying, because the first way it was pitched to me was Jim Sterling was telling me, like, hey, I played this five-minute demo, which was, like, the opening five minutes of the game, and it's like, oh, yeah, it seemed good. I think you'd like it. And I was really disappointed the whole way through, being like, I can see the, the bits of a good game here. Why are they buried under all of this terribleness? I really feel like the thematically, it repeated itself too much, and the order in which the stories came was 
poorly done because I really think dragging so long with the grandmother colored the way we looked at the game because oh. I feel like we were already defensive. Yeah, yeah. like the, the, the way that the sections with the grandmother dragged on meant that every time there was even a slight dragging of the story with the, uh, the I forget the girl's name, the, the girlfriend um, that's in the middle. See? You can't even like, remember her name. I can't even remember her name. But every time there was a slight drag, I was like, oh god, this is going to be like the grandmother thing all over again. And look, I went and played through it a second time for the spoiler cast and was like, oh, her story doesn't actually drag nearly as much. But I was very critical of it because we'd just been through the grandmother story where it was 45 minutes of you being told she's homophobic. Yeah, so we yeah. were already defensive and, like, worried, like, tense. So it just felt like that. So the whole time we were like, so so what's the thing? Like, what what are you going to say? I did feel like she was being a little melodramatic about, you know, letting the love of her life be... Uh, monogamous with a guy that he really loved. I felt she was mm. being very dramatic, like she was making it about her. Rather it was well, just very she was, but I feel like that's that that was one of the things in this game that felt the most human to me. Like the way that she was as a character where she clearly wasn't happy being in a like in a polyamorous relationship, but she was trying to convince herself that she was because she didn't want to lose the person in that relationship that she did want to be with. I thought that that was, like, a, 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 a very human struggle. I was like, okay, this is not perfect, but I understand what the conflict you were going for it was here. I, I kind of... There were things that annoyed me about that story. Like, I was really annoyed that at no point was there an option where I could say, it's not you, it's me, I'm not happy. And, like, there was no option where I could address the, the main character and say, hey... I'm not happy being in a polyamorous relationship. It's not that I don't like you, but I don't like being in this trio. And yeah. you're clearly happy. Like, between the two of us, you're clearly happier with him. I need to go. Like, Maybe it, it just wasn't like it the poly... had that conclusion, but... Uh. I don't know if that was the thing he was going for. That's, what, that's what's kind of uh, confusing for me, is that, you know... I used to hang out with people who are polyamorous so I can, like, pick up on that. I just wasn't picking up on that with her for some... I mean, I was like, oh, maybe she's polyamorous, but I hate well, no, to the, say the... it, but maybe they should have been a little bit more clear about it, which is so annoying for me to say yeah. because I know people are like, well, why can't you pick up on it? It's normal. Yeah. I'm like, I know, it's okay. just... The, the impression I got of that relationship was very much that, like, both of the guys in that relationship were happy to be in a in a polyamorous relationship across genders, but that she wasn't and that she was sticking in the relationship to stay with the main character. And I'm like, okay, I get why, I get how that happens. So um, I yeah. think she was happy with had... polyamory. She just wasn't happy with this one. I'm not sure. No, I, I got the impression it was polyamory was the problem, but she wanted to stay with the main character that she's like, I want to be with you. So I'll put up with the polyamory I'm not happy with. Well, like what, what the hard part was for me is that I couldn't, it wasn't clear to me whether this was actually a polyamorous relationship or whether he just couldn't decide whether he was into both of them or whether he was actually just repressing his feelings for the guy and it, keeping her along to make himself feel better. That was like, that was really unclear to me 
while we were playing the game. Yeah, it, it is it is unclear. And I, I feel like there's a certain amount of ambiguity that it's okay to have in that kind of story. But, like, you have to have a strong story surrounding it to avoid, like, just feeling heavily critical of, of that. Because when you've got criticisms on either side of the, like, the story beats on either side of, uh, either side of it, it gets much easier to be like, well, I'm also annoyed that I didn't get my answers to do with this story. Um, so, like, pulling back a little bit towards the start of the game, I kind of liked... I'm going to try and be positive where I can. I liked the introductory <laughs> section of, hey, you leave the house, you get hit by the car, even though that was, like, super obvious that it was going to happen. Like, yeah. as soon as I got in the car, I was like, I'm going to die. Um, but I like how that got pulled in at the end again, and you're like, okay, well, now we know, like, what was going on on this car ride. We know that this car ride was to go out and buy the engagement ring. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I felt like, like having that section repeat had some impact, um, I, uh, I guess I feel from like when there, we, we got to that yeah. point, we were so bored that we just wanted it to end. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know and where we I had just, to... Yeah, that yeah. whole, like, last section that takes place after that, where the three of them are together, the two of us were just beyond done. Oh, God, you know what, what section I was the most done with? It was whenever, like, you know that first section where you're playing as the husband after after the main characters died? And I keep saying husband, they weren't married. Um, and you're walking around the environment, like, getting rid of items by interacting with them and they all vanish. Yes. I thought that that was a nice mechanic for, like, 30 seconds. It dragged on too long and then you had to go do it in a cafe where it no longer quite... Because, like, it made sense in the house where you were like, oh, we're getting rid of his things. I'm. It's too painful to see them. Mm -hmm. But when you're like, oh, I'm making the cafe disappear. Now I'm making my office disappear. It's like, no, you're dragging it on far too long. Yeah. Can I just bring something up? Those two stories that What's-Her-Face and the Grandma were saying, they were both saying that to Will. To him. That is the... Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> the way they set that up at the end was that they're all sitting together and the grandma is telling him this horrible story and the ex-girlfriend is telling him this story and it's like, oh, I'm so glad that your, you know, fiancé died, essentially, so that we could tell you these stories where he made us feel or like our horrible interactions with him don't you feel so much better that you know these are just I, I not like the stories that somebody would say you know that's yeah. the time like when you all get together and you all talk about how nice they were or talk about things that you miss about them and instead they choose to tell these stories that are honestly just kind of sad and felt really out of place yeah like it felt like it was the the narrative contrivance of you're all talking to the partner that he was about to engage like uh, propose to, it doesn't hold up to scrutiny as soon as you think about like oh yeah what stories were they telling him, oh they were telling the story of I was really homophobic until he picked me up in the garden one day and then I wasn't homophobic. No 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 also, she says she's still homophobic. She says I can't accept all of them but I'll like deal with it. That's what she says. Yeah. She's still uh, homophobic. I I didn't get. I got the impression that she was like, I'm, I I know I now know that I'm homophobic. I'll try and deal with it. But like it it but still boiled down to her story was I'm homophobic. I'm homophobic. I'm homophobic. Wait, he was willing to pick me up when I was injured. Maybe he's not so bad. 
But doesn't it just, like, at that point, you don't, like, you don't really care? You know, one of the things that I said in our playthrough was that it felt like this was a game about gayness for straight people. That, like, it tries to be like, oh, no, homophobic grandma has, like, reasons for feeling homophobic. And I was like, I know she has reasons. I don't care what they are. Yeah. I really don't. Also, oh, God, can we talk about something mechanically that was most obvious to me in the playthrough with the grandma? The fact that you, could, uh, you couldn't explore at your own leisure, you had to click whatever the next item in the environment was that they wanted you to click to progress. Yeah, that didn't that was seem really, like gameplay uh, at all. No, it, it felt like one of those children's uh, like interactive online books where it's like, click on the next thing to continue the story. Mm-hmm. But it was so annoying in the grandma's playthrough, particularly at the dinner table where she's doing the Christmas dinner. Because some of the things you have to click on and spot are like, oh, that's now got a yellow outline on it, are so small. I was just wandering around in circles, like, I don't know how to progress. What am I meant to click on? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, usually, just, uh, we're all people here who usually defend what people would call walking simulators. And this was just mm. like, what? <sighs> well, like, I, I love your sort of gone homes and your, uh, her stories and whatnot. Because of the fact that you usually have the ability to at least interact with a few things of your choice while you're working out what progression is. That on the way to progression you can pick things up, you can look, you can get a feel for the world. I was learning nothing about these characters from the world they inhabited. And I couldn't pick things up to try and learn things about them. I just had to notice that there was a yellow outline on the back of the bookshelf. And that I was meant to click on it. And it just slowed down progression of a story that was already far too slow yeah i mean i honestly the gameplay the gameplay was annoying to me the Mm. mechanic that you have to just like keep progressing by picking the next thing that they want you to pick but i feel like that wouldn't have been so bad if the writing was fantastic and kind of made up for that you know Mm. but i felt like a lot of the things that the characters said and a lot of the points about the characters were actually really cliche you know, that uh, a lot of the things yeah. they were saying, it just seemed like writing in, um, you if know, somebody like some... inputted story about grandma homophobe and then they just outputted every like algorithm. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. feel like my big problem with it is consistently that if you'd taken this story and trimmed it down to an hour long short, stu- like an hour long student film you probably could have got a decent a decent narrative out of this. If you'd mm-hmm. taken out the interactive elements, if you had considerably cut down the script, if you had got it down to an hour of just no interactions, watch this story play out, you could have had... You had the elements here for a really interesting narrative that was, like, padded out far too much with dialogue that confused what the narrative was trying to go for, that spread out the the cadence of the sentences weirdly and, and uh just give me the hour long student film of this and I would probably enjoy it more. I really yeah. I really think that if he if it had started off with maybe the girl story Stories. or Will's story and like maybe gave Will a story instead of like yeah. he went and talked and touched ducks or some shit. Like they don't even mm. go into their relationship or anything. It's just we went off and played with ducks if it didn't start off with the grandma and the grandma was cut down to 20 minutes at most i think that the overall feel of the story might have been different 
Yeah, I, I think that there's a really valid criticism of the narrative to be made that the only real lens you get of um, of this main character's partner is as the partner of a gay person who died. Like the yes. entire like narrative you get from him is my gay partner is dead and I am sad. Like you get nothing, the, you get the lens of their actual relationship through the eyes of the heterosexual relationship that the main character was in at the time. You don't ever get to see the the gay partner's perspective on that relationship. And obviously like, there might, I, I'm, I'm boiling this down to like straight and gay. They, no, there may have really been bisexuality like, and things involved, but. It's like yeah. the story of how gayness affected straight people. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt really well, no, And how death into uh, how death influences gay people. Yeah. yeah. Gay people's story is their death. Um, uh, but I just, I wish that they would have had more about, you know, their relationship and mm-hmm. what it was. I don't know if they had maybe like started off with that, then it would have just made them seem more like a, like real people, like a real couple, as opposed to, you know, you just there to be, to be about. interacted with. Yeah. Yeah. To be talked like, about. Here's the thing. Like if you'd put the, the girlfriend story before the grandmother's, and you don't instantly start with the fact that like this is that there's a big part of the story about homophobia then the whole like oh grandma is expecting uh, like it would have made more sense out of why the girlfriend was there at the christmas at first and mm-hmm. like grandma's we story makes like, so much more sense yeah it was like oh she's like cuz why would they have this whole big thing about yeah. him coming out to grandma and then being like thank god she's here yeah, honestly, you, within you the know, context, that's what was confusing. You know what I initially thought? I initially thought that the main character was dating a trans man. Ah. And that it's thank God that she's come to dinner. Oh, wait, turns out that she's a guy. Oh, that she's tra- like, transitioning to being a guy or whatever. I thought that's where it was going because of the weird framing of putting the grandmother's story before the girlfriend's. Right. Yeah. Ah. So that was like she... a weird confusion I had. I had just assumed that she was like, uh, that he had her come to dinner just to, to placate the grandmother. Same. Like, oh, yeah, oh, this she... is my best friend who's going to pretend to be my girlfriend just so that grandma yeah, won't say that, anything that shitty That was another to me. one that went through my head, but, like, again, having her there didn't... I feel like the girlfriend story should have been before the grandmother's. It would have yeah. made a lot more sense. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, so I have a question. Yeah. What do you guys know... Do you guys know anything about Will other than that he's gay? Uh, uh, he, studied in an, he studied in an English program. Yes, he's, he studied in Winchester. I know that. Which okay. is like an hour's, an hour's train ride from me. What kind of person is he? Is he funny? Is he uh, melancholy? Exactly. He, he, enjoys, he enjoys movies where it's like a looping clip of some people doing skateboarding in a park. He enjoys movies. <laughs> uh, he he enjoys very specifically the movie where like six clips of skateboarding happen in a row. Um, oh, can you describe him? Can you describe? Can no, don't listen to uh, him he likes. Describe him no, as a person. I, I can describe that he was a gay person. I can describe <laughs> that he was dead. Describe uh, his that personality. He, he liked the idea of marriage and monogamy. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, there I really think, is nothing else you can say about him. I think that that was, you know, part of the big problem is that this story, that's why it doesn't feel like it's a story about him. 
you know, even though it's called Fragments of Him, it just, he's, he's a character, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I know, um, I know a handful of things that he likes, and that's yeah. about it. Um, I know that he liked that restaurant he drove past. I know that he liked nightclub scenes-ish, if you can call what happened in the university like a nightclub scene. Uh, yeah, there really is nothing you can say about Will. And I mean, the shame of it is that the part of the story that would have been really interesting, which is his relationship with his partner and the partner who loses him, that yeah. is a prime opportunity for great story building and great yeah. character introduction. And we hear nothing about it aside from he's gay and sad. You, you could, like, if you'd condensed the grandmothers and the girlfriend's stories down, what you, I guess, could have done is the girlfriend's story, grandmother's story, the boyfriend's story, and then Will's story. And you, if you'd had, like, one section where you played through hearing it all from Will's perspective, that might have nicely solidified, like, the the misunderstandings and misinterpretations that each of the the other characters had about Will. Mm-hmm. And getting to hear, oh, this is how Will saw this situation that's different to how these people saw the situation. Definitely. I was waiting for, like, you know, being like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's, like, some sort of redeeming but thing this is how the Will the story about these events. Yeah, the redeeming thing is that the gay guy got over his dead partner. He learned to move Woo! on. Because he he chatted with the girlfriend and the homophobic grandma, and now he's ready to move on and go date some other gay person who'll probably die. Yeah, well, you know what? That's already that was something I was like, no, 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 because I did, I jumped in, didn't know anything, like literally yeah. nothing. And so, other than that, you said that the grandma complains a lot, so I didn't even know that he dies. So I just was like, mm. "There's no way no, oh. he'll, he'll wake up in a in like a hospital or something. It's fine." Yeah. And I was like, "There's no way." That it that like at this point in time, somebody's gonna write somebody a game couple like getting a horrible ending. I don't know oh, why I told I... myself this. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's optimism on your part. Um, yeah, there was a moment in the story where I thought they were doing that, where he was like that. I thought maybe he hadn't died and was like um, wheelchair bound and needing support or something. Because like, if I remember right, after the second time you're shown the car crash. It then goes to Will's partner, like, feeding the ducks with Will and stuff like that. It it jumps back to the two of them together very briefly, or memories of them together or whatever it is. And I thought, oh, has he had some kind of brain injury or something? Is it now, oh, this is our life together after the accident? Of course he's dead. It's a story about a gay character. So people are asking in the chat, was there anything good in this game? Also, I have to pee. Continue to talk. Okay, um, I liked sections of this game, uh. um, and here's the thing, like, I liked the core of the, the girlfriend's story, I thought that the, the idea of a narrative about someone who's realising that their partner wants to be in a relationship with someone that's not them, the trying to balance, like, oh, I know that you, like, we can all be together because because I still love you and that's okay with me, even though it's clearly not okay with them. Mm-hmm. I found that like a really interesting dynamic and I really enjoyed certain bits of that. Like I really enjoyed um, like the, the section where you're in her bedroom and she's talking about her 
thoughts on the whole relationship and how she realizes it's not going to work out. I thought that was really interesting. Um, I thought that the idea of having the the repetition of the the car crash once you have more context and once you understand what it is that Will was out to do that day, I thought that was strong. I liked the bit at the end where Will's partner is like getting rid of things from the house because it's like, no, I, you know, I don't want to see any of these things. I don't feel up to it. And eventually realizing, oh, that's not the way to move on. I have to face these things. Mm-hmm. I like the core of those things. I just don't like the execution of any of that. I it's mean, really weirdly executed. I, so I, I liked the girl. I liked the idea of the girlfriend's story. Um, because having been in similar situations to that where there's multiple partners and everybody's kind of trying to figure out who's okay with what and things and how are we going to work this out so that everybody can kind of walk away happy. I didn't feel it was unrealistic. What I had trouble with was that they, they didn't exactly make it clear on what the implication was. Like, I, I I honestly completely thought that he wasn't actually into her and that he was into his his boyfriend and well, was just the, kind of keeping her along. Well, to well, some I, of I the feel, ways that like yeah. they interacted, like in the movie theater, I guess it was it's just because of the way the world is, where we automatically assume these things, but at the same mm. time a story should be aware of that, I think. But Yeah, I my problem with it is that I wasn't too bothered by the the left open ends. Like I, I understand that it would have been nice to have some closure in some regards to bit, some of those story threads. But I'm like, okay, there is enough room for interpretation, and that it means that some of the ways that the uh, the relationship that the two of them were having. Sorry, I can't do sentences. I I thought it was nice the way that you could read different reasons into why that relationship fell apart depending on what you personally brought to that story i thought that worked but uh, i do feel like there was an amount of we are leaving it a little bit too ambiguous yeah i don't know so one well, thing on I, point oh sorry go ahead yeah well uh, but i i feel like also the order of the story contributed to that because putting the grandmother's story first, you're kind of, I, I personally was primed to see a disaster in the girlfriend's story. Well, you know that it's not going to work out. And you know, you've already, you know, that, you know, from the very beginning that he ends up with a guy, you know, that the grandmother is acting super homophobic. And so by the time the girlfriend's story comes along, you're not prepared. You're not to have something work out or to have it even be positive. Well, I was just waiting hmm. for a shoe to drop the whole time where she would this, turn around and say something horrible. Yeah. Well, this is why I think I had a slightly posit- more positive experience of the early sections is because I'd initially thought, is it possible that it's going to turn out that the girl at Christmas dinner is a, tra- is, is a trans guy? Mm. That, like, there was potential room in my reading of the story at that point where it's like, oh, this might go to somewhere nice where the ending might turn out like, oh yeah, the partner came to terms with who they were and transitioned and everything oh. was great. Like, there was room in the, the girlfriend's like story like that now turns idea. out. I like your like, idea I much more. <laughs> I like <laughs> the was, actual story. The, the thing was, like, with that in mind it meant that I was going through the girlfriend's story with at least a little bit of hope that things might turn out positive for them as, for that couple who were together. 
And it wasn't until, like, the two of them meet the guy, and it's very clear that that's a separate person. It's like, oh, the shoe has now dropped. This is going to end badly for them. Yeah. So I, I, I had at least an, a few extra moments of, of potential positive <laughs> hope. So a few things I just want to point out, because I want to make sure that people don't go off and attack the developers and stuff. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah, don't do that. That's not nice. The, the writer is a bisexual man, and he said that he... He contacted me on Twitter and was, like, defending a bunch of stuff, and I was still being very adamant about my opinion. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't mean that I think he deserves to be yelled at. He is a yeah. bisexual man, and he said that he wrote things from his experience. And, Indeed. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that any of the experiences he told were, like, wrong to be told. Like, it's not that he couldn't tell those stories or that there's no, no, anything no, I wasn't inherently trying to say wrong that. I was with just making sure them. that yeah. anybody listening... Yeah, yeah can hear his side of the story and also uh he considers the female story to be that of a queer experience because he considers people who are polyamorous as polyamorous as queer i'm just giving all the points that he gave me Mm. just so that Uh, yeah you know and uh, while i he's made those points online and while i get all of those points i will still maintain my side which is that i think that he is totally within his rights to tell that story. I don't think that it translated into a good narrative for others to experience. No, no, no. You know, I, I, no, I don't agree with him at all. I just wanted to yeah. make it a fair point. I still thought he was definitely wrong, and I think I might have been a little bit mean to him, but I was like, no, it's still not good, though. <laughs> it's well, just to, just to point out one thing, I think that something that we've all kind of said is that the core of the story, like his actual experience, is, is a strong one. But the execution hmm. was poor. Yes. Yeah. So like, there's nothing yeah. inherently wrong with the girlfriend story or with the grandma story or with the whole story. But the way it was translated into a narrative for this game, not real life, but for the game, was not one that was executed well. It felt very, I felt very attacked, the whole story. And that might have been just because you know, yeah. the way it is. When you add up all those stories together into one narrative, it can thematically make the player feel a certain way. And, you know, it's just, not that individually, those stories are very strong. It's just when you add them all up together, it just makes me feel very attacked. Like, mm. it just felt like, this is how other people around you feel about you being gay. And I know that the writer said that he wasn't trying to make it about being gay, but about loss. But each of those stories revolved very heavily around, around his, him being gay. Him, him being bisexual and in a gay relationship and how that affected the people around him. And that just yeah, felt like, very attacky. If I had to summarize this game in a spoilery way, it would be the many people that a gay guy knew before he died. Like... The fact that he's gay yeah. feels like an inherent part of how you summarize that story. And, I just really like, feel like there were uh, other things that could have been talked about with him. You know? Like, what about yeah. his parents? What about his parents' narrative? And, you know, I, I don't know anything about him. I don't remember. They were like, he was so funny, or he was so nice. I know that he must have been an incredible lover, because each and every person who talks about being with him is like, I'm never going to love anyone ever again, because he was amazing. Well, but yeah, I don't know but what amazing that, was about him. A lot of that could be down to, like, these are meant to be characters who are, like, 18, 19 years old, just going off to university, who are very much like, I am in love, and I will never love anyone like this again, because I am yeah. in love. 
So it's it's tricky. Like I've seen people who've played this who are bisexual who've who were really pleasantly surprised by it because they were worried initially that um, once they saw that he was in a relationship with a woman, it's like, oh, if he's going to end up with the guy, what's going to happen is he leaves the girl, gets with the guy, and now his sexuality is that he's gay. And the way that they, that the people I've seen talking about it online have said is like, oh, it was really nice that he was interested in both of them and that like his, the fact that he ends up marrying a man doesn't erase his bisexuality. I'm like... I get how people see that. It's not how I read it. Yeah, that's not how I read it at all. But I totally get. Also, I'm watching the stream, and it's the bit where you've got to like pick up all the like you're taking all the stuff out of the box and putting it on shelves, and then you have Ugh. to take it off of the shelves again to put it onto new shelves, and then rearrange it on the shelves. Yeah, like <laughs> oh my god. Uh, like I get the I- the idea mechanically of oh you're making this place your own, you're taking a part in that. It's part of the moving experience. But having to rearrange every item and not having the choice to say, no, I'm happy with where it is, got frustrating. Yeah. Uh, I think game. It's, it's just a frustrating experience, and the frustratingness really hurts the story. I guess it's, yeah. it's just very hard for the pacing really hurt it. I just, it, the grandmother goes through the same thoughts over and over and over for all of her scenes. And it just really feels like, okay, Grandma, I got it. Yeah, her her story is the worst for repetition. It is just, I was looking after him when he was a little child, and he it might have been gay, and then I told him a bedtime story, and he might have been gay. Oh, thank goodness he brought a lady to Christmas dinner. Oh, uh, I went to see him at university, but he was with a man! Oh, oh God, I fell down in my garden, but thankfully the gay saved me. Maybe gays aren't so bad. <laughs> oh, that story. There you go. That's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah, but they dragged that out to what, like 40 minutes long? It seemed even longer than that. It It felt longer. I think it was only about 40 minutes or so, but it felt infinitely longer. It, it oh, just yeah. dragged on and on and on. Like... At the end of the grandmother's story where you have to spend, like, ten minutes gardening. Yes. And you're getting no extra story. You're just, like, gardening. Yeah. Uh. Honestly, I was so happy. I thought I was like, oh, she's going to, like, die now. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like... At, at the end of the story, it's so hard to like her. Because at the beginning, I was like, okay, so maybe they're just trying to explain how somebody who's homophobic doesn't even know that they're mean, you know? Yeah. And then the second scene, I was like, okay, I'm over it. Okay, I'm over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we never get any kind of conclusion of, like, I I didn't get a good... F- After all that talk of she's homophobic, except maybe she's not, I had no good idea of, like, when Will calls her, if he had a chance to before dying... What is she going to say? Is she likely to be supportive? I didn't get a good sense of that from the conclusion of her story. Yeah. And again, Uh, she tells this whole story to Will's would-have-been fiancé. Yes. And Will's and Harry's just like, I'm so glad you told me that story. Isn't it amazing that we all get to hang out? I'm like, what? (laughs) What? You know, before we... Before we get more into that, did you guys want to recommend some books? 
we should. But okay, so if you guys wanted to check out any of these on Audible, our Audible link is audibletrial.com slash geekremix. Um, and so this week I wanted to recommend The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Oh, I know this book. Yeah. Read it all to the end before I like recommend it to people, you know? Um, but okay, so if you guys wanted to check out any of these on Audible, our Audible link is audibletrial.com slash geekremix. Um, and so this week I wanted to recommend The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Oh, I know this book. Yeah. Wait, is so, that the one about the the autistic kid who tries to find yeah. the dog? Yeah, tries yes. to find the killer of the dog, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I liked, I liked it. I actually read it quite some time ago, um, but I thought it was a very interesting way of telling a story. Um, from a perspective that's not often explored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not perfect by any means, but it is no. interesting in a way that, like, there are very few narratives about that topic that are as interestingly handled as this one is. Um, I know we're recommending books and audiobooks, but the, the stage play there is of that is found. Hello? Laura? Hello, am I still oh, here, or did I temporarily vanish? Oh, yeah, no, you're vanish? good, you're good. Yeah, you cut out for a second. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say the stage play of that is fantastic as well, but to get a good feel of whether you'll like it, you should listen to the audiobook on Audible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. Um, I have a book recommendation as well, um, which is one that I read ages ago, but I finally got around to listening to the audiobook of, which is the Welcome to Night Vale novel. Oh, which, hey, I, can you tell me how is it different from the show? Because I tried listening to the show and really was not feeling it. How's the book? Okay, the the main difference with the book is that it is telling one much larger overarching story of two characters going back and forth between like two perspectives, like chapter by chapter, leading mm-hmm. up to a point where they're going to converge. Um. A lot of the stuff that builds up over multiple, multiple episodes in the uh, in the podcast is told succinctly in the book in such a way that you could jump into the book not knowing anything of the podcast and still pick up all the stuff you would need to know about that world as you go. And there is a much more consistent, like, long-form narrative thread dragging it forward. So you're not listening to multiple short stories that each have their own, like, half an hour arc you've got like oh here is a half hour really interesting hook let's follow that through a book oh that Um, sounds really nice yeah i the the thing i find with the audiobook that is a challenge but is like i love the voice of the of the narrator cecil palmer i think is the guy who reads it Mm -hmm. um the problem i have that meant it, it was why it took me a while to get around to is i find his voice so soothing and relaxing that I find myself like falling asleep listening to the audiobook, not because it's boring, <laughs> but because his voice is too nice. Yeah. So I've had to be like, right, let's listen to it on travel trips because I need to not fall asleep while I listen to it because his <laughs> voice great. is so nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's my recommendation. The Welcome to Night Vale novel, it's, it's really interesting and the person reading it has a really nice voice that puts me to sleep. Yeah. I have so... a recommendation that I just remembered. Awesome, go for it. The Southern Vampire Mysteries, a.k.a. the Sookie Stackhouse novels. Oh, is yes. That is the original books for True Blood, 
But, warning, there is rape in them. Uh, but it's a vampire book. It's about Sookie. It's through, told through the eyes of Sookie. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's, like, part whatever. And uh, everyone wants to fuck her all the time. Like, literally every magical being wants to fuck her. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so, if you but... guys want to check those out, our Audible link is audibletrial.com slash geekremix, which gets you a free 30-day trial, and a f- you can listen to a book for free. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, woo. Now, uh, moving on yeah. to the end of that game. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I, I what wanted was to be uh, sad. I wanted yeah. to be sad, and I just couldn't be. <laughs> Uh, Here, like, like what, what was uh, he thinking with having those, the, the, the mechanic of, like, having those be the stories that they're telling to the partner? Do you know what his thinking was with that? I, I don't know, because the, the impression I get is that, like, it feels like a decision that was made after those stories had been written, not before. And it was like, oh, this would be a nice way to tie it all together. Not ever going back to re-look at it through the lens of that bit of narrative, because I didn't notice too much until I started playing it a second time with the knowledge that it was all stories being told to the partner. I was like, wait, wait, why would you, why would you tell him this in this way? Why would you do that? If somebody did that to me, I would tell him to fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't blame you. (laughs) Can, Can you just imagine if you're you know, your significant other died and the grandma comes in and tells you about how she, like, hates your whole way of life. Yeah, but it's okay, because at the end she acknowledges that because she got lifted up by him, maybe she's not homophobic, possibly. Maybe. Oh my god. That's a huge uh, maybe, because she doesn't even say I was wrong or anything. Yeah. She like, just goes, maybe I, uh, I can just accept some parts of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Well, like, the problem I had is I liked some of the things of the ending, but it's just, like, I have a lot of things that I think in hindsight, like, obviously I'm not a game developer, but where I can look and say, I think you should have made these changes or that they would have improved the game. Uh, Where you're going through trying to make everything disappear from the environments in uh, starting in the house, make it so that, like, all of the items are clickable from the start and you only have to click, let's say, 75% of them or, like, a decent number that you're running around clicking stuff, making it go, and it's like, okay, we get the idea that you've done it, we'll move you on. The fact that I had to spend a few minutes, like, searching what is the one thing in this house that I've missed mm. kind of diluted that moment, because, like, there's little sweet moments in there, like, oh, I opened the drawer and there's now only one toothbrush in the drawer. And, yes, like, there are little sweet moments while you're going around the house trying to clear stuff out, and it's like, oh, that's a, that's really sad, that one little moment, but Making you click all of the things that you had to click diluted that moment. And then having to do it in a couple of other environments kind of defeated all of the like emotional buildup that it had for a, for a second. It's just, uh people who like this game? I don't... Wait, what? Like, I'm really thinking about it. Is the... Alright, so this is going to sound pretty harsh, but I feel like sometimes people... some people can be so excited about the representation that they're willing to overlook things that are poorly done about the representation. Mm. You know, like, especially with books or, like, movies or television shows, it's like, you're just so happy that the character is in there 
that even if they're not portrayed very well or if they die, things like that, then... And, and I feel and, like it's it's yeah. less common now because people are starting to get really fed up with the fact that, like, say, every gay character dies or doesn't have a positive ending and things like that. Yeah. Um, well, no, not but, every gay character dies. Some of them run away from home forever. Yeah. In, their, in their late teens. They disappear. Yeah, it's like we're going to drive off into the sunset while we're 17. <laughs> That's occasionally the ending. Yeah. After they've murdered everyone. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, after you found out that they're not dead because you assumed they were, like, gone home, where I was pretty certain everyone would be dead in the attic. Oh, yeah. Me too! Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were all going to be dead. And then, <laughs> they were al- and then they were fine, and we were like, what? Yeah, everything about it was like, we're going to open that, that hat- hatch, and uh, they'll have, like, hung themselves in the attic. Or- <laughs> I thought yeah. that, too. Oh I was God. so worried. It's exactly what we thought. Yeah, I feel like the fact that we've so easily been like, oh, gone home, yeah, let's talk about that, says a lot about fragments of him. There's just, like, there's very little to say about it, because I keep going to make sentences, and all that comes out of my mouth is, ugh. Yeah. Like, just that that disappointed, like, oh, I wanted you to be good, but you weren't, just is all that comes out of my mouth when I try and talk about this game. I was surprisingly Uh, uh, happy with the lack of people... Because when we didn't like the beginning of um, the Beginner's Guide, because we were like, this yes. Coda guy, this Davy guy needs to shut the fuck up. Ever, a lot of people were like super defensive about it, even though it's a journey. So there, there was only a few comments where people were like, if you want a less petty let's play of this, go blah, blah, blah. Like, very few of them. But I'm worried mm-hmm. that our opinions colored the opinions of the people who watched it. That's what I'm worried. I'm like, did we force people to hate this by hating it so Oh, hard? no, no. Like, I, I, I put my review up before your Let's Play started, and I was equally, like, four out of ten at a stretch. I like some of the ideas it was going for. I have big problems with the execution. Yeah. And that was, like, in a vacuum. I'd played it before launch, so I was like... I, I feel like a lot of people had problems with this, and that's not because you or I were critical. No, I was, I'm just I worried think... about our... Um our audience just that but were yeah. there people were there reviews i was too angry to look that gave it like I mean, a uh, nine out of ten that, or there, anything there were a lot of reviews that were from places that were very focused on what it was aiming for and were not at all concerned with the execution um yes i'm not gonna mention sites because i don't want to be the one like dogpiling on specific places but what I will say is that if you watch the trailer that came out before launch that had lots of quotes from people who had not played the full game, who'd played five minutes of it and then gave quotes, uh, a lot of those uh. same people are the people whose reviews started with quotes like, this is the moving story of this couple. It's like, uh, you're not really being critical of it. Uh, I mean, I don't, you know, to be honest, I don't really feel bad about our opinion being negative of it possibly coloring other people's opinions because I feel I feel strongly enough that we looked for the positives and didn't find them. Yeah, we did look and really I, hard. We were trying. We yeah. did look very hard, and I feel strongly enough that we also were critical on real things, not just like, oh, I don't like this. But, oh, I don't like this for these very specific reasons. Here's what could have been done differently to make this a stronger story, to make this a better game. I feel like 
I feel like the fact that I can sum up my problem with it as like narrative and mechanical repetition that pulled me away from an otherwise interesting core story. I think that is enough to justify being like, yeah, this this is a very hard game to recommend to people. I mean, I'm not I'm not like mad that we played it. Like there are some time there are some games where it's like, you know, you play it and it's so bad that you're just like, oh, I feel like that was a waste of my time. I don't feel that way about this because no. I I feel like it opens up some conversations about what can be done with a gay narrative. And I and I use gay as like an umbrella term, so bisexual yeah. narrative, whatever. Um, but what can be done with a narrative to make it stronger. So I'm glad that the game is out there. I'm glad that we put out our opinions about it. But that doesn't mean that I would say like, oh, yes, it's a great game. It's a great representative experience. Go play it. You know? I, yeah, like, I'm glad I played it. I don't regret putting the time in. I feel like there are interesting things about the game that I'm glad I experienced. But the price point definitely needs to be right. Like, I would not recommend this to most people at the, what was it, like, $20 it launched at? Um, yeah. And that, that was another thing I was critical of in my review was just, I feel like a lot of the reason that the length is padded out to the sort of two and a half hour running time it's it's padded out to is so that they could justify the um, the same price point as that Dragon Cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they were hitting the we need to make it long enough to justify charging you $20 for it. And I feel like that padding out just hurt the narrative so much. I feel like it was worth $5 in an hour, not yeah. $20 in two hours. If, yeah. if I could have, uh, I'll repeat what I said before, if I could have had this as a non-interactive, one-hour-long, short student film, that would have felt more worthwhile to me. And the price point does not... The price point, I struggle to justify considering how many problems I have with it. Uh, I feel like we've hit a, a wall now. Is that about all we have to say on Fragments of Him? Have we exhausted <laughs> our... Uh, how many uh, times I just want to repeat, annoyed uh, with it? Lib Lib in the comments says that uh, they feel that the game didn't understand homosexuality. I just want to point out that the writer is bisexual, so I think that the writer went for something and just didn't do a good job at it. I don't think they didn't understand it. I think they just did a bad job. Some people can have great ideas and just not do a good job at it. It doesn't make them a bad person. Yeah, like I like the concept and I like a lot of what they were going for. I just don't like the execution of this game. And yes. that's no criticism on the, the game itself. I think there are interesting things in it, but you're going to have to push through some irritating stuff. There really um, sucks so about I... it. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. What really sucks about it is, like, I guess I'm just not used to Stacey and I's opinions being important enough for a writer <laughs> to to be like, what? Reach out to us? Yeah, so it's, it's like that's kind of the first, well, not the first time, but one of the first times where... Where somebody was like, really? You, you, you don't like it? I'm like, oh my god, what? <laughs> well, yeah, here's yeah, the you... thing. Like, I, I feel like it probably wasn't the writer's place to do that. Because like, you explained your opinions. Like, I've watched through your Let's Play. And you, you, you explain through that re- Let's Play what your problems with it are and why you dislike it. Like, being people that are being critical of a game, it's not the people who created its job to tell you you're wrong in any of your criticisms or anything, or to try and explain to you why your criticisms aren't right, but... Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, 
it's like I, I would I would criticize the writer for having reached out in the way they did in that I also got contacted by them and being like oh yeah well these are these are my responses to the things you criticized and here's my background and why that's important to your criticism I'm like yeah but you released a, a commercial product in a vacuum as a consumer I don't know anything about you as a creator this is my experience the way that most consumers will experience it yeah and like those criticisms are valid regardless of what was behind them and also if you yeah. If you, as a writer, have to go around to people and explain, here is the thinking behind what I was doing in order for people to get a true mm. picture of the game, then it's not executed very well. Yeah. And again, I, I want to say I do like aspects of this game. I like things they were going for. I've pointed out stuff in there that I like. It's not a game that I regret playing. I just have really big problems with it, and it's really disappointing because the times when it shines are really good. And the times when it shines, I want to be able to recommend it to people. And it, my annoyance comes from the fact that I can't recommend it easily. Yes. Um, so interesting question for you guys. What, what, what do you think would have made it a strong story? Like if you were going to sit down and say, okay, here's how I would, here's what I would change in order to be able to recommend this story, what would you say? A director's cut. Mm. Take make <laughs> the grandma's story last. Maybe make the girl the the ex girlfriend story first. Then, mm. then maybe add in you know more of Will's relationship so that you can see two sides of the same relationship with the same man, and then grandma. Because I feel like grandma really colored the the feel of the game where everyone was just yes. already defensive and already, mm. like, a very stressed out, so then the rest of the game was colored by that. Like, oh, we think this game is about pleasing grandma and, like, coming out and hiding who we are. That's, like, that was the thing. Yeah. I, I would have done, um, leave the intro as it was, cut de uh, move the, the ex-girlfriend story to be the first story, grandma's second considerably truncated, um, Better signposting of where the things you have to interact with are if you're not currently looking at them. Possibly, let's say, if you haven't clicked on an item within 30 seconds, it will start like a bit of a halo in the direction you need to be looking so that you can find the thing you're looking for. Yeah, or um, make it brighter or something. Yeah, some, like an increased awareness of what it is you're meant to find if you seem to be struggling. Then, after the grandmother's story, ideally have something that shows it from Will's perspective. And uh, when you get round to the re-showing of his death, you don't need to replay that whole scene. Everyone knows how it ends. Mm -hmm. Truncate it down to you leave the house, then you're in the car, then you're hit. Like, really condense that down so that you get the impact of, oh, God, I know where this is going. Yes. Uh, take the ex like the partner of the deceased, that section at the end. You cut out two of the three sections where you're taking items away from a place and make it so there are fewer items in the house to get rid of. Make that like the one that you do is taking stuff out the house because you're upset, fewer things to have to get rid of, but you like, make them more important things that you're removing that tell you something. And then end it there. Don't make this about you were being told, this was being told to the ex-partner. Just have the ending be like, a, maybe have a conversation between the three of them. This is what led the three of them here. Now the three of them are going to talk for a couple of minutes and end it there. Yeah, I think I would also probably 
make it a bit more apparent that the girlfriend's story is not about him. I, I mean, I so completely saw the girlfriend as him just not being able to come out as a gay man. Um, mm. So I would probably make it more apparent that, it, it, like, as a bisexual person, it wasn't clear to me that he was bisexual. And yeah. that really it wasn't it, clear. I know it's it sucks because people are like, why shouldn't you be able to pick up on it? But it was like, damn it, I, I can't pick up on it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I've just remembered another thing. Sorry, this is jumping way back. But you know when I was talking about the point where I thought that the girlfriend might be a trans person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've just realized another reason why I thought that. There was a point where the, um, the, the ex-girlfriend and, the, and Will are like in her dorm room sleeping on the bed. Mm-hmm. And they make a specific point of talking about there was a trans character on EastEnders or whatever soap opera it was. Um, oh. We talked about that for a long time. Like, that was... Sorry, I know I'm jumping way back, but there is a no, point where no, they no, explicitly that's, that's, go, like... Yeah, yeah, they explicitly point out, like, oh, hey, there was a trans character on this show we were watching. We talked about that for a long time. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a trans story. It's going to be a trans story. was not a trans story. No, yeah, <laughs> no I, I can, can see totally can see why you would think that, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that seem to be just weird narrative red herrings. Yes. It is odd. I, I don't quite know what that, like, putting the signpost to that in there added to the narrative. Again, Stacey and I like your story a lot more. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll I'll make a I'll make my own indie game, and it'll it'll be you know. <laughs> I was gonna say it'll be better than this. It probably won't be. I don't know how to make games. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, we never saw Will's penis, even though he was in the shower. What the fuck? Yes. Oh my He's god. A I, spent, I spent so long trying to look around to see if there was like, did you model it? Can I mark that out? Um, from what I can tell, no. But he does have a superb butt. Yeah, yeah. very His great. I'm looking are, at it right are, now. Yeah, so am I. They are exquisite buttocks. <laughs> They're gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> um, should we... Is that a good place for us to wrap up, possibly, then? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So... Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us go on about a game that we had some problems with. Um, we should do self-promotion and stuff. Mari, Stacy, some people are probably watching this on the Geek Remix channel, but if not, where can they find you on the internet? On the go Geek ahead, Remix channel. You can find me on Twitter and stuff at Geek Remix. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, etc. at Geek Remix a lot. Hurrah! And you can find me, if you like my stuff, at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, what have you. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. We'll probably do another of these at some point when we find another game that's narrative-based and we have opinions on. <laughs> yeah! Uh, thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. Bye.